Talking Art on WVIK is sponsored by Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support for Talking Art also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Mikey Loy, who is the guitarist and lead vocalist for the local indie rock band, The Penny Surfs. Welcome, Mikey. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for coming by to talk today. The Penny Surfs was founded in 2012 and consists of four members, Kyle Lewis on drums, Stu Tennold on keyboard, and he sings vocals, as well, Adam Landman on bass and vocals, and yourself. You just released a new album on January 26th entitled Politics in the Time of Heroin. How does it feel now that the album is out? It feels pretty good because we we spent um, about two, two and a half years sort of crafting it. I'm like, I should have just released it a year and a half ago, but I got went down the rabbit hole and got very obsessive over certain things. So I, we worked extra hard and, and I, now I'm just like, I can, I feel like I can breathe like a 10 pound, hundred pound weight is off my chest. Uh, I bet. I bet there's some great tracks on that. Uh, Lonely Boy is one that I really enjoyed. I really liked as well. The title kind of gives us a clue. There are some social forces behind the album itself. Sure. Yeah. I think it's um, basically the current political spectrum and the paradoxes of, you know, social media and news and uh, I guess the legal drug problems in the country, let alone the illegal drug problems. I think it's a very interesting time of uh, to be alive to witness all this sort of possible collapse of Rome all over again, or, or however one would put it for modern civilization, and what what the repercussions are going to be of all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it seems somewhat natural to express that those in conflicts a, in music, yeah, in a very dark comical way, because some a lot of the there's a lot of uh, satire in the lyrics, but they're also you know. True as well, you know, everybody's sort of sad and depressed, or not, at least I am, you know, sad and depressed a lot. But in, a, in only sort of one spatial character, because life is fine, and, you know, I'm relatively happy all the time, too. So it's it's uh, just, it's everything's paradoxical right now for mm-hmm. me in the current time, so. Mm-hmm. The, the cover is, is a little bit more upbeat. It's, it's a really funky cover. Uh, there's these cows that are somewhat kind of atomic looking almost. You described it as kind of Andy Warhol type images against this green field. There's a burn in the background. So definitely reflects back on your Midwestern yeah. roots. We had to recognize that I have lived back here for uh, over four, a little over four years now. But I sort of want to have a homier vibe to the art and to the feel of the record because I wanted to include local artists, which we did. Um, um, a guy by the name of John Burns, amazingly talented 
artist. So he painted the the background on canvas, and then uh, we sort of put in these trippy cows. Prior to your newest album, you released Like Eating Glass in 2015. You, you said at one point that music can be medicinal. Is there a cathartic aspect to your writing and performing? I think the the therapy for me is doing participating and writing it and sort of staying up late with a guitar and my latest habit is I sit in my kitchen and play acoustic guitar in the middle of the night if I can't sleep or something. And that's usually when the cool songs come out, or at least in my head, the, what I think are the cool songs. So, Yeah, well, it's a great time. And I love being up by myself late at night, too. I feel like I think more clearly at that stage. The members of your band met touring together in the production side of the music business. You worked as a guitar tech and do still do that. Kyle Lewis worked as a drum tech. Uh, Stu Tunneled was an audio engineer. Mm-hmm. So you met behind the scenes um, in the music industry and des- describe what that entails exactly. Um, it's it's a whole lot of traveling. <laughs> so um, just from the beginning of the year, I've been to Mexico City, um, LA, New York, Vegas, all within a matter of you know six days. So and in about a week, I'll be headed to Australia. Then I'll come home for five days and go to South America. And then I'll be home for another mm-hmm. week. And then I'll go to London. Yeah, so that's a crazy life. Super well, busy. So you become best friends with all, or basically best friends with all the people you work with because they're, you know, you're in a very small, a small tour bus or a small plane, or mm-hmm. you know, you're a stranger in a foreign land. But what and what do you do when you are setting up for a show? Um, basically. A, a band like The National who um, would play something akin to uh, – what is it called now? The uh, Tax Slayer Center. Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they would play something maybe just a tad bit smaller than that around the country and probably that in Europe. So it would be three semi-trucks. You know, it would be – there's teams of people. There's probably 35 people on the tour, uh, multiple tour buses and – and so the the truck would unload and, you know, your video guys would set up these giant LED screens. The lighting guy will come in and set up all these lights. And then uh, uh, for the penny surf side of it, we would, we're all basically called backliners or, you know, like I work on guitars and guitar amps when I'm guitar checking. So mm-hmm. so you're setting all that equipment up? For, yeah, I set up their, yeah games. we set up their amps and um, there, there are, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of guitars out there that we have to service because we're flying all over and the wood shrinks and expands and cracks and breaks. And so we fix all that stuff and just make it all continue to operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a huge job. And all four members now of the Penny Surfs are currently working as techs for the band The National, who you mentioned. Yeah. And and what perfect timing for this because The National won a Grammy Award last week for Best Alternative Music Album. Yeah, that's uh, – we. it's weird when, when you see it on, on the uh, – you know, like Billboard.com. They were nominated in 2014 for their record Trouble Will Find Me and uh, did not come out with a win. Um, I believe Vampire Weekend won that year. And we sort of like you get a little almost jaded because you're like, oh, are, are they going to win? Are they going to win? And then and you hear everyone, you get the group text message from everybody. And they're like, <laughs> holy cow, like celebration. And I think it's great for them. It's much deserved. They've been a band for years and years and they've worked really hard. So, Yeah. How cool is that? And that was for Sleep Well Beast that they released just last year in 2017. Mm-hmm. You also toured internationally with the group Elvi. Yes. Um the singer of the national, Matt Berninger, 
He has a side project with uh, Brent Knopp from uh, Manamana. They actually just – we got an email one day after we released Like Eating Glass and they're like, hey, you want to come to Europe for a month and you know open? And it was, it was fantastic and we – Basically, I think we started in Copenhagen and ended in Dublin. So it was, a, you know, just a classic punk rock tour of mm-hmm. Western Europe. Sounds fun. <laughs> After working together on the road, um, you formed your band, The Penny Surfs, in 2012. And you you write the music for that. Yes. Yep. Um, with a little help from my friends. But I basically, you know, in my, in my underwear in the middle of the night in the kitchen uh, after probably – who knows how many um, adult beverages or something. I just get in there a little delirious and write all the skeletons per se mm-hmm. for the for everything that w- you would hear on any of the records. Mm-hmm. How do you find the time on the road to record? Because two of the band members live out of state. They, uh, don't, they don't live here in Iowa and you're on the road so much. So my, my really uh, close f- friend, I like to call him my musical father, lives in Atlanta. His name is Rick Beato. Anytime I have a song, I go down there and record the Rick because it's an excuse for me to go hang out with my friend in Atlanta. So touring actually gives us the ability to, for example, in April, we're going to end the national tour in Atlanta at a festival. So instead of the tour flying us home, that day we're going to stay for two days, utilize the time, and just do a few songs down there and and record. So basically we... We'll like ex- extend our trip wherever we are and just book a studio, right. basically. So you just make it. You just make it work out between yeah. mm-hmm. all the other things. Because it's very hard to do work when like show days and stuff. It's like it's so hurry up and wait. Where if you looked at me during the day, you'd be like, "Wait, what is this guy doing? Just like drinking beer and sitting there?" You know, you wouldn't think I was working, but it's actually a lot of work because you hurry up and wait. You just stand there until it's time to like sprint. So. It's, there's no time to like book your own plans. No, no vacations, but sometimes it feels like one. You were originally from the Quad Cities, from Port Byron, and after years of living elsewhere around the country, L.A. and Phoenix, you returned uh, to Leclerc with your family. Ah, uh, yes. My we. I think I blame shows like This Old House um, or. Fixer, Fixer Flat, or any of the, you know, whatever TBS TV shows for fixing houses are. My wife uh, has a love affair for old, um, you know, pre-Civil War homes. So, my parents live very close in the, on the Illinois side, and um, we were trying to move east, and she wanted to. We wanted. I wanted to move close to New York, and she is from Connecticut originally. So we were trying to figure out how. I knew I wouldn't fit in 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 Connecticut because I don't have enough salmon t-shirts or salmon, uh, you know, the frog shirts or whatever. And so I was afraid to do that um, for the change. And then I think because we had two children at the time, we were like, there's no way we're going to afford to live where I would want to live in New York. Um, So we just stopped just west of the Mississippi. Um, My wife Googled this town. Although I knew of it well, it's the first – that's where I used to go when I was like a child or a teenager to like try to buy beer was this gas station in Leclerc. (laughs) Um, And you've returned. And I've returned. It's like uh, full circle. So we bought an old house in in Leclerc and just chose to settle our family here because it was – Iowa has a great reputation for being a good community. And I think uh – 
we're seeing more people return for that reason, uh, especially someone like yourself who said they, you love historic homes. I know you lived in an old um, home and another project you're taking on right now, <laughs> which ties into this so well, is the uh, – really historic renovation you're doing on this this empty and and what was a fairly dilapidated old church and and also had been a school at, at one point on North 2nd Street in Leclerc. Yeah, I uh if you hear any sniffles it's because I'm still trying to process all the dust that I've had last night. Um it's it's a very uh, I'm I enjoy being busy there and I'm Really excited to finish it and and have it fully restored. I'm, I feel like I'm eighty percent finished. Uh-huh. And uh, it two was, more months to to finish it. So right, that's, so that's a lot my of work personal goal to do a lot of work to do before then. It was at one point a one room schoolhouse. Yeah, and it was also a church. Mm-hmm. And now the plan is for you to use that as your recording studio. That's the plan. Um, the base, it's like I don't know how would you call that? Is it like a split level or mm-hmm. it's like on a hill? So the basement is exposed on the main street. Um, and that is a sort of a nice ap- apartment, um, and then ab- above will be um, vaulted ceilings, and I'll have all of my music gear, and I will have a recording studio, and basically somewhere for me to do my underwear playing guitar, not in the middle of my kitchen at home. So my I don't want I don't want to wake up the kids. I don't want to wake up my wife. And- well, it's a beautiful space, and you may or may not need to try to reconstruct it back to that original state because it's a new, modernized version of it now. But really, with the vaulted ceilings, it's perfect for you. Sure, with yeah. the acoustics for oh, yeah. for recording, you have completely gutted the interior, but you can still see some of the 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 beauty of the old structure. Yeah, and so I, I would imagine that a lot of the wood came probably from Clinton or something and floated down the river. And they're giant beams, so in uh, probably 12 inches by 18 inch beams that sort of almost look like tree branches up in the ceiling and the trusses as they're giant. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. It is really beautiful, and I'm sure the city of Claire is is very happy that you are that you've taken on this project. Do you think you'll use it as a venue for performances as well, or is it too small? Well, for that? Um, currently it will be for. Um, quote unquote personal use. Um, I've entertained changing the zoning to uh, a commercial type setting. I think it would just depend on how much free time that I'm will have coming up. I, I don't want to be on the road forever, so the more that I'm home, the more I'll try to participate in some more community activities and um, having a place for people to go and, and sure. come visit. Sure. You had a concert in December at the Triple Crown Whiskey Bar in Davenport. Um, after touring around the world with the Nationals, how did it feel to come back and play in your home community? It was very nice because sometimes you get a little – you feel Jack Nicholson in The Shining being on tour. Like it, it, There are all nice hotel rooms, all nice flights, all nice tour buses, but you, you feel sometimes claustrophobic. And to come home and play your own music and, and, and have fun with friends and – you know the place is packed, and we raised a lot of money. It was really, really nice. Sort of go out of the go out of the year with a bang, yeah, you know, and end the year with a ring. That's great. And you're scheduled again on April 25th to play uh, once more at that venue again at the Triple Crown Whiskey Bar. Yeah, and the the fun thing about this show is um, on the record, politics in the time of heroin. Ben Lance plays. You can hear. Um, some horns in the record. Ben lands from the band Beirut, and he's also, um, I would say, like the fifth Beatle of the National. He's like a sixth member of the National. He plays keyboards and sings and plays 
um, Horns, he played all over the, the, the politics record. And his band is actually going to headline this show called Lands. It's just sort of his personal project, sort of like the Penny Service is our personal project. So it'll be really fun. So if you're, and he also, Ben Lands has played in Sufjan Stevens' band, The National, and like I said, Beirut. He's a member of, a founding member of Beirut, which is, um, you know, if you, uh, if you don't know, now you know, but if those who know, I mean, these, these are like indie legends, really. Groups. I mean, really. And, uh, there is a, so much of a community of musicians that you must encounter on the road. It's, it seems like you, you kind of play and know lots of people that many, uh, people who play in indie rock bands seem to be interconnected. Sure. Yeah. It's a small world once you're sort of working. I'm sure it's the same in radio. It's just like it is probably in college or it's, it's everything is like a little town. So if you, if you're working on tour, you know, say Sufjan's friends with Bryce from the National. Well, then I worked for the National, and then Sufjan needs someone to work, and then and then he gets recommended. You know, then I get recommended by the National, and then we sort of all just sort of trade schedules and figure out how it's all going to work. And then next thing you know, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, the Kevin Bacon theory, right? Is I think that's what it's <laughs> everyone's called. connected. Even more so in Iowa, I think. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more than the seven degrees. So. Are you my, you're, we're not related, right? No, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> uh, Regina Spector, you brought her name up. Uh, the, your current band members, I think, met while working for her? So, so Kyle and I met in 2012, early 2012, um, on the Regina Spector tour. And we sort of were just talking about, like, man, it's like – Tired of being, we're tired of being on the sidelines. Let's, let's make a band. Let's figure out what we can do to make a band. So, let's make a pack that we're going to work together. Keep try to work on the same gigs because that's all. We're all sort of freelance, so it's it's difficult to you know you rarely work with the same drum tech if you're a guitar tech for more than one tour with one band. So we we figured all this out and we've managed to do it. We've Kyle and I together have worked with um, starting at Regina Spectre. We did Regina Spectre. Um, Sufjan Stevens, The National, The Shins, and now we're back at The National. So that if you can, you know, every band takes a few years to make a record these days. So all the two are sort of fit in like a puzzle. And then, and if they, everybody knows everybody, it all works because no one schedules stuff over other people's stuff. Yeah. And well, we just wanted to be a band. So that's, we just, um, Took some action. Yeah, great. Well, I'm sure LeClaire is a really welcome place to return to after after all that busyness and after all the traveling. And it, I know it must be exhausting, but we're so happy you've been able to do this. And congratulations on the release of the Penny Surf's new album, Politics in the Time Thank of you. Heroin. You're welcome. I hope to hear you perform in April. That's April 25th at the Triple Crown Whiskey Bar in Davenport. And best of luck also with your historic building renovation that you're undertaking in LeClaire. Thank you. Yeah, well, if you're ever out, you're more more than welcome as my guest to come check it out. Thanks. That That's 204 North 2nd Street. That is. Yeah. Across well, from the coffee shop. Okay. For <laughs> WVIK, this has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities.